everyone. Welcome to the Sandy and Mandy show. It's Sandy. It's Mandy. Today's episode topic is who you attract and what that says about you. The people that you're attracted to, what does that say about who you are? (sighs) (laughs) Uh, I think on a personal note, I think I've just, I've stayed attracting emotionally unavailable people. Who can relate? Raise your hand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure most of us can relate, honestly. And it has to do with us. If you're attracting the same type of person... The common denominator is you. Well, honestly, I am pretty emotionally unavailable because <laughs> I don't see a point. <laughs> Real. Like, you have to earn my emotions. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to just, like, give that shit out, like, willy-nilly like I used to, you know? <laughs> the growth. Yeah, but then because of that, I'm still attracting... Yeah, <laughs> I'm still attracting, like, emotionally unavailable people. And so it's just like, fuck, like, what do I even do? Be emotionally open to receiving, I suppose, is the opposite. But it just feels like a lot of work, right? (laughs) Exactly. It feels like a lot of work. And then I feel like I just turned crazy. So I just can't. Oh, okay. I know. It's that when you start to react to emotions, like you have to heal that part and like contain yourself instead of just, you have to just ring it back instead of just feeling crazy. Like I know what you mean, but that means like we have to heal that in within us. It does. At least you're aware of that. That's huge. (laughs) But I do ring it back, but like I don't act on how I feel, but even just feeling it in general is just something I just don't even have the capacity for. Sure. I don't even know what the fuck it feels like to like someone for real anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever that something, somebody comes, you'll know. You'll remember what it feels like. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a psycho (laughs) feeling. It's like... Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, do you think you feel secure enough or no? That's why you feel very intensely. Like, do I feel secure enough in in what way? Like, just in In general? No, in y'all's connection. Because do you think all the emotional intensity, where does that stem from for you? Ooh, these are good questions. Mm -hmm. To answer your question, no, I don't ever really feel secure with romantic interests or crushes. And I think a big part of that is because I just go into things so fast. So I think another big part is to just Mm. slow the fuck down. And then whenever I do feel emotions, I think it relates back to my attachment style and just how Mm. I naturally think and respond and to tell y'all my attachment style. We talked about this previously, but for those who are new, I have a fearful avoidant attachment style, which is basically like a mix of anxious and avoidant together. Because of that, I think a lot of my emotions just stem from trying to control the situation Mm. so that I don't get hurt. But even whenever I'm trying not to get hurt, I'm already feeling a type of way. So do you think you assume or you also just don't feel trust yet or both? I don't feel trust and I assume. Oh, yeah, we really broke it down. (laughs) We really broke it down. (laughs) We did. Yay. (laughs) The type of people I'm attracted to, ooh, okay, in my past, not no more. It's always been people that I find super sexy or super skilled at what they do. And those two things, if they're both, oh my God, I can't. But- 
I'm not trying to be like that anymore because I don't know your character. I can't base all my love on just the looks and the skill of somebody. What does that say about me? That you're attracted to sexy, talented people? In the past, it's overrode the emotional stability I've had. It just wasn't compatible mm. with me. Yeah, like you'd look over a lot of things because of the fact they were skilled and sexy. Yeah, and giving me attention and it was mutual. Yeah. That had to be who I used to be as well. Skilled at what I do, giving attention. But I think, ooh, it's because I wasn't giving myself attention. There we go. I wasn't not giving myself attention when a sexy person walked into my life. <laughs> but now I do know how to self-love. I'm looking for someone who also can self-love. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We always seek what we don't give ourselves or what we don't have. Hmm. And also, and I think just naturally, like, who doesn't like sexy, <laughs> skilled people? Like, what? <laughs> so that's just also kind of, that's kind of tough, too. Yeah, but the sexy people that I like, it's always people who are pretty rebellious or they're very bold and have a big energy. Cause Sounds I like think, you, bro. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I am attracting myself, which is what we're supposed to do. But that was like when I was doing it kind of in a more incompatible, toxic-ish way in the past. Because now I would still want that, but obviously in a healthier way method the rebellious type it's like i'm attracted to that because you don't give a fuck about other people's perception and that's hot like confidence i was about to say that's hot <laughs> right <laughs> it's because we love people who don't give a fuck because we don't give a fuck yeah i love somebody who's just themselves truly themselves not posing to be yeah anyone it's sexy to be true <laughs> exactly <sighs> do you feel like you're attracted to toxic people or do you feel like you attract to toxic people? Mm, yeah, I do. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. <yes. laughs> I think you and I like, naturally can attract a lot of people, but yeah. it can be toxic because I don't think that they're doing the work like we do. They're they not. can look like us, but on the inside, if you're not doing the work, I cannot be with you or near you. I can't because you're not on my energy level of self-awareness, self-healing and self-work and all of that. We're not about to let somebody uproot all of that. You want them to have a solid, true character before anything else. I'm like, damn, I'm picky as fuck, damn. <laughs> I'm too young to love. I would love to experience it eventually, but I already know people are just messy. They are. People are so messy, especially sexy people. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of the time, they are just a mess. We talked about this on our Patreon, by the way, in our most recent November. smoke sesh. Yeah. Yeah, in our November smoke sesh. So if y'all want to check that out. So if you want to do poppers with us and smoke with us and drink with us on our Patreon, <laughs> come check that out for $4.44 a month. <laughs> a lot of the time, sexy people are just messy and kind of all over the place. They're usually like that because they know that they can get away with it within their romantic relationships because they're sexy. Because, you know, I'm pretty privileged. Like, Pretty people get away with a lot literally just because they're pretty. So sexy people definitely take advantage of that. <laughs> exactly. I want to get into other types of personalities and other types of just interests that other people may have aside from what we have. There's this article. I don't agree with the little... <laughs> 
explanations they have. But I think it's funny what they titled the subtitles in the article. So one of them is called Mr. Needs to be Fixed. <laughs> people who attract people who want to fix people is because they kind of feel like they have a savior complex. I was about to say that. I feel like if you keep attracting people who need to be fixed and you're wanting to fix them, I think that just shows that you just didn't really have like a stable upbringing and that you were kind of taught to work for love mm-hmm. and to try to fix everything because that was the only option for you. And so that can definitely just play out into your romantic relationships. I know that people have good intentions whenever they do think like that, but literally you can't save anybody. Like people have to save themselves. So yes, dude, say that. I think it just means that these people overcompensate all the time. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, a lot of that energy probably isn't even directed at themselves either. Because if you were prioritizing yourself, there wouldn't be so much time to try to save and to try to fix everybody else. Yeah, like you're enough and you don't need to do all that because you're enough. Exactly. Yeah, you don't need to fix people for them to be with you. I love that. Me too. As we've said, like relationships should always be symbiotic, mutually beneficial. Okay, this one says Mr. Commitment Phobe. (laughs) 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 He has a history of short relationships and doesn't ever want to be a husband. His favorite line is someday. So people who attract this, hmm. I would just say that's kind of similar to emotionally unavailable. You're searching for commitment from somebody that doesn't want to give it to you because you also aren't committed to yourself. Or committed to like opening up to somebody. Okay, the next one says Mr. Parasite. Ooh. Right. Ew. Neither you nor the relationship benefits from how much he takes from you. Ooh. And he gets help at the expense of you. Wait, say that again? Piss me off. He gets help at the expense of you. I mean, we're saying he and Mr. and all this, y'all, but this is just the article, what it says. So just use the pronoun as you need to. So what they say in this article is that if you attract... Mr. Parasite, it means you're insecure and you have low self-esteem because Mm -hmm. then you're attracting needy and clingy people who use you. Yeah, I was about to say, it it sounds like an energy vampire. Yeah, I think you're attracting that because you don't love yourself enough to know that you don't need that. You don't know your standard or your boundary enough to have somebody take and take and take from you. And it's like an 80-20 type of relationship. Mr. Bully? Oh. These are the type of people who blame you for things that aren't your fault. Ugh. Hell no. <laughs> right. <laughs> this says you have problems maintaining emotional boundaries. You would want to please somebody. Mm-hmm. It stems from carrying the burden of others' emotions. Yeah, and I'm sure that goes back to people's childhoods too. Everything always goes back to that. The next one, Mr. Pushover. So that's similar Mm -hmm. to like Mr. (laughs) needs to be fixed. It's like the opposite. It's like now he's the one with low self-esteem. And then you're low-key Mr. Bully. Oh, this one says Mr. Perfect on paper. He ticks all your boxes. He got the look, the body, the brains, the job, blah, blah, blah. Even if there's no strong connection. What this means is that you're too focused on finding the one and you're way too picky. But y'all don't have chemistry. That is a good way to end it. Because you honestly, you can't have it all yeah you like because people aren't 
Exactly. Everybody's flawed. Ooh, that's crazy. I was just watching this Netflix series. In the episode, there was a quote and it was saying how you can have it all, but just not all at the same time. And I like that. I feel like we're going to meet so many people that are probably just going to be different types of people, which is basically, you know, we can we can have it all. We can be with all sorts of people, but no one person is going to fulfill all of your desires. Like that's just not a possible thing because we're human beings. Like we are flawed. And that's why I'm in and out of being poly. There's so many sexy people in this world. I'm not going to possess you when I know there's so many sexy people in the world. (laughs) And you don't got to possess me. Like, I get it too. We can share. (laughs) Exactly. But not everybody's into that. (laughs) They're not built like that, which I perfectly understand. We were never raised that way. People hate poly people. Yeah. They always hate on the way poly people look too. They're like, why poly people look like that? Like what? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, people are like, I've never seen a sexy couple be poly. And it's like, I have. Like, I've seen a yeah. bunch of sexy people be polyamorous. Like, what are y'all talking about? Literally thinking of a sexy poly person right now. So. <laughs> Literally, I'm thinking of two people right now. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like what the fuck are y'all talking Like, y'all clearly just have not seen, like, yeah, I don't know, enough. the other. Yeah, seen enough poly people in general. And. I don't know. People just have like very close-minded, skewed perceptions of open or polyamorous relationships. And that's something that they should unpack themselves. And not everybody is ready to even handle that. So I get it. You're close-minded. Now what? Like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Like we're not even thinking about you. So now what? Exactly. I do like that point that you said about the show. I want to go back to that. Mr. Perfect on paper. Yeah, whatever. Checks all your boxes. But there could also just not be sexual compatibility. And that's so valid. The perfect person, but you don't feel a romantic connection with them. Then that's just a friend. Which brings us to our other previous episode, chemistry versus compatibility. I love that episode. I just want to talk about this episode because it's just something that I learned recently to look inward again and just realize what am I attracted to and what the fuck does that say? (laughs) Yeah, dude, I think it's it's a good reminder to look inward because I think literally this whole year I've just been attracting the same (laughs) fucking person in different bodies. And it is so crazy because I just think the universe is just so loud with me and so Whenever I see these things, like I can't deny it because it's so clear in my face. And so, yeah, that was definitely a big reminder to look inward because I am the problem. (laughs) Like if I keep attracting the same fucking thing, like that has everything to do with me. So you are healing the cycle. Thanks, bro. We all are. But I don't know. Like, it's not my fault that like sexy people are usually toxic. Like, I, I don't know. Sexy people are just, oh, they're sexy and they're usually just a mess. And that's not my fault, but, you know, I I don't have to entertain that. It ain't my fault. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, That's real. Like, we like to have fun, but then the emotions kick in and then it's not fun anymore. (laughs) Exactly. Like, it's fun at first and then you're reminded of why you don't do this. So, yeah. Shout out to our lovely Patreons of the VIP tier. So shout out to Baby Beluga, Germ, Summy Pop, Seven, Brianna, 
Triggy, and Espina. We love y'all so, so much. And we're really grateful and appreciative of all of you. Yes, we love and appreciate y'all all the time. Every single episode, we're just so happy to shout y'all out because y'all are here every month, which is just loyal as fuck. And we very much so appreciate y'all. If y'all want us to say your name, then subscribe to our VIP tier because we will say it literally every episode. <laughs> it's linked in the description now, though. But we should put it on the episode so people know where they can get early access to our weekly episodes and bonus content every month. Because there's such juicy stuff on there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too juicy. <laughs> We will see you in the next episode. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Love y'all.